Hey you guys, I'm Brandon, welcome back to the podcast, Cryptids and the Paranormal. Let's get straight into today's topic. The White Lady. Well, the White Lady is a staple in most horror movies. The Ring, Grudge, I don't know if there's the same, I don't really have interest in those ones. But yes, this is different from the woman in white because the white lady's her own cryptid even though she technically is a woman in white let's get into it as always we will be getting our knowledge from cryptids.fandom the wiki it's a good place but of course i'm going to get all my research from there well for the white lady i did i don't know much about this cryptid because I think it would be a little bit less non-encrypted. But that doesn't change the facts. Let's get into it. Again. What? Alright. Before we begin, I will say this in my own words. I'm reading out from a passage on the site. But I'll say it in my own words. In Rochester, New York, there is a legend of a ghostly lady. In white. Sounds cliche, but it is. She glides over Lake Ontaro at night. The legend states that sometime in the 1800s, a woman and a teenage daughter were located near the lake. That was their residence. On a misty night, her daughter left to go see the lake. And she never came back. To public knowledge, there was no trace of this girl left at the beach the next day. This, of course, did raise many questions. Did she drown? Who took her? What took her? Did she really go to the lake or did she just run away? Her mother, most likely, of course, she lost her, was asking these questions. This legend concludes by telling us that the woman spent the rest of her days in a sense of unrest and I don't blame her she lost her daughter and she was in a sense of unrest looking for her daughter or at the very least an answer about what truly happened to her daughter although the legend is very compelling there is no concrete evidence that the woman or her daughter really existed yeah that's a th- that's a note. That's very important. This white lady could be a different entity if she did exist, because that's the essence of a cryptid. You don't know if they exist or not. <sighs> She's still seen gliding over the lake in a flowing white dress from time to time. And next to or near the lake is what appears to be the ruins of a castle across the road. Many call this the White Lady's Castle, although it was truly just a picnic area that fell out of use during the Great of, during the Great Depression. And the author leaves a note here. The author says the author said they grow they grew up hearing many myths about the lady being of malicious intent. They heard the stories of her twin hellhounds and her ability to drown you, kind of like the other one, La Llorona. La Llorona? I don't know. These most likely aren't true in the slightest, though. 
the office of that. Here are the connections that I mentioned last episode with the Wendigo. The area surrounding the lake is what would be territory of a Wendigo. And if I remember correctly, it's there's a forest near there. If if it was an open field, the Wendigo wouldn't be there, but there's a forest that's perfect for hunting for a Wendigo. Wendigos are really good hunters in the day, unbelievable hunters at night. That's a line from Supernatural. Very nice. A hairy, a hairy humanoid creature has allegedly roamed the surrounding woods, according to a local paranormal team. This also may be connected to the legend. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Wendigos can have hair, unless it was a deal man. And I've been meaning to read up on that guy, so maybe he'll be in the next episode. He probably not. I'm uh, probably gonna do a horror story for the next episode. <laughs> or not. Don't know. <laughs> the lady herself may be in misinterpretation of an aquatic humanoid of some sort explaining her presence to the lake. Well, I guess. Well, let's look at some information on her. She's a supernatural ghost. Her first sighting was somewhere in the 1800s. The last sighting is unknown. The country is in North America, Durand, and the habitat is Durand Eastman Park. The possible population, I'm going to go with unknown, it says this on the site, but I'm going to go with one since it's a spirit, but if you're counting this type of ghost in general, uh, I suppose there'll be many of them. They all act differently, differently if I remember correctly. So, where are we going for time? Six minutes? Yeah, I'm not gonna leave you guys like that. Let's do another cryptid. By I mean another cryptid, we're just gonna do a quick insight to the next cryptid that will be featured on the podcast. What's for next episode? Don't know. <laughs> Who am I? The owner of this podcast? Probably, yeah. Let's just do a quick summary of the Deer Man. The demon has been mistaken for a Wendigo. If you search up Wendigo, it'll come up with a picture of the demon, mostly demon. The demon is a cryptid who is in the folklore of North America. That's a connection. That's a connection. It's a connection audience. The white lady was in North America. Hairy humanoid, eh? What? Let's keep going. Sightings of deer man have been reported from several U.S. states, although there is some variation given in the given in the descriptions. The appearance of this beast is a hybrid animal, deer man, deer and man, a human or deer, a furry. The deer man has the antlered head of a great stag, a human. Great stag, yeah. A human's torso and legs described as similar to those of a man or deer. In addition, it is usually said to be well muscled and surprisingly fast for its size. Other accounts have given the beast of the power to transform itself into a regular deer described in the form described above. Hmm. 
Well, there are sightings, but and we're going to do that in the next episode. See you guys later. Oh my. What a handsome fella. Well, see you next episode, guys. Hope you liked it. Uh, the next episode will probably be within the next few days. Bye-bye.